and welcome back to our latest episode on Team Smart Rambles. Um, today we're going to be talking about Rose's journey with her latest comp prep. She is currently just under four week, uh, just under five weeks out from her show, and this will be your first show since twenty eighteen. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy that it's been that long. Yeah. Like. It doesn't feel like that long, but we also lost two years because we live in Victoria. True. Mm. So, um, where are you at now? How's your brain? My brain brain could probably qualify for some low IQ, I think. (laughs) Like, it's pretty bad. Um, There was things that I I forgot a doctor's appointment on Monday. Um, I also forgot that I was meant to go to a Zoom posing an information session on the weekend but i remembered my second doctor's appointment on the weekend winning winning um walked out of the office and knocked a trophy off of smarties and have broken into what three or four pieces there three and almost four Mm. um that trophy has always sat there (laughs) it's never moved i don't understand how i even knocked it didn't have the reaction time to even Think about it. I just watched it for. You fall. told me you watched it for, which I thought was so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you planned food that you didn't even have. Oh, I've done that so many times in the last week. It's not even funny. I did you it again yesterday. Chickpeas. You didn't even have chickpeas. But I'd planned lentil dal midweek yes. and I didn't even have any prepped in the freezer. <laughs> um, so brain has left the building mm, for, mm-hmm. like, for now. For sure. And guys, like, it's not even a food-related thing because your calories are still quite high. Yeah, my calories, the weekly average is actually 2,100. So I do four days on 2,000 and three days on 2,300. How many people just fell over? Um, there is probably, like, three to four days in my 28, 26, 28-day cycle that I do 1,800, and that is just because my appetite is so suppressed and I wanted to trial working with my hormones a little bit um i actually thought i would have more low days within there but that i am just rolling with the few days that i've had um and yeah i'm doing the 1800 on those slow days and that's literally my macros that i started with what 16 17 weeks ago yeah Mm. yeah like nothing has really changed for you like in terms of like your training you haven't added in any crazy amount of cardio like are you doing even one session i haven't because i've been sick i haven't (laughs) i haven't done my 25 minute hit for since july because i had that head cold then um yeah had covid like and i just hadn't had that recovery time where i thought the cardio was necessary like i was just trying to get the resistance training in and yeah. function again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's get back into training and let's start feeling great again mm. before we, like, push. But you don't even need to push because, like, we were just talking about in the latest, the other episode of the podcast, like, your body fat percentage is quite low. Yeah. Like, she lean. Mm. Like, abs are popping. Mm. So, like, I mean, I you actually... could need to add cardio. No. No, like, I have no intention of, other than adding back that 25 minutes for my fitness aspect i actually want to and remind me to compare myself with april 2016 comp i want to see the difference in muscle because my leanness now that would probably be the only other comp 
that I was this lean. And I mean, I still have four weeks worth mm-hmm. of, because really peak week, you're not really cutting anymore. Um, so yeah. She's going to be rolling into comp day, like reversing. <laughs> Every girl's dream. Um, no, I will be interested to see that photo too because but that was your first comp and you wore second. The pink uh, no, my, it was my third comp. It was my third comp with the pink bikini with the purple one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Purple. Mm. My bad. Pink on my mind always. Yeah. Um, you were lean then. Yeah. Like you had nowhere near as much muscle mass. As nowhere you near right as now. much muscle mass. So it'd be crazy to compare. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you ever get a DEXA scan then? No, I don't think so. I feel like my first DEXA scan was my first WBFF in 2016 that I never talk about. Why? Because I had done March, IICN or IMBA, then I had done April, and then I decided I was going to do WBFF. Um, and let's keep this in perspective that I wasn't actually a comp prep coach back then. I was following other bikini models on Instagram and I was like, yeah, that's working for her. I'll just, I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I could comp prep my way through to October from April. Let's just say you girl binged hard peak week and I looked like it when I got there. Mm. so I never share those photos the photos in the gym are actually up the very top on the wall so that people can't see them properly I contemplated not hanging them up because I'm pissed at myself for my behaviour with what I know now should have reversed I should have like reversed back up and started a cut at the end of August or something yeah yeah hindsight's crazy hey Education's but amazing. also like knowledge as well <laughs> because <laughs> like you in... didn't have that knowledge you just said it didn't have that knowledge back then that was the year I did my mentorship for comp prep stuff, I think. Yeah. And I think that's part of what derailed me because I realised I'd fucked up. Yeah. I learnt that I was wrong. And so then, like, my brain was just like, well, you've wrecked it anyway. So you might as well just completely fuck it. Yeah. And I just... You felt like you did. Yeah. I've never looked at a photo of you on stage and thought you don't look great. Yeah. Okay, I mean, a, that's a you. That's a me thing. Because even what people, you went through to get yeah. on stage that day. Because even people complimented that photo when I come back to the gym. They were like, oh my God, you look so good on the weekend. And I was like, Ugh. okay. Yeah. And it probably, like, looking back now, it probably wasn't that you didn't look good. It's that you didn't feel good because of what you'd been through to get to that process. Oh, like, to get there. That no, day. I was soft and squishy. Like, I. I look like a girl that had eaten the amount of chocolate that I had eaten in peak week. I'll have to have a look. Yeah. I, I honestly don't post those photos. I don't even know that I have them saved in the comp prep folder on my phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never even taken, like... Because I don't share notice. it. Notice? Yeah. I don't share it. Um, we've got off track here, which is so normal for this podcast, but my brain doesn't remember where we were. Um, how about we talk about... Oh, we were talking about my food. We were, but how about we talk about why this comp prep has been so good? Yeah. As in, like, the getting to starting this cut. Because, mm, I mean, I've lost... After this period comes, it'll be back down to seven kilos. Um, and like we've just said, still eating a lot of food. Um, and that is because I don't diet a lot. 
I've taken a real big break. This isn't how my comp preps were always. Um, I definitely got down to like 1600, I think, in our last comp prep in 2018. Um, and I had a bit of a gap before that comp prep even. I think I had six months there. Um, but yeah, so I spent 18 months after 2018 in a surplus and like a good surplus. I gained 10 kilos. Mm -hmm. Um, then I did start my comp prep before the world got locked down Mm -hmm. and that was six months and long and slow. Like calories were still kept quite high. Yeah. I think I was still on 2000 sort of then. Um, and I just added cardio and then we all got told we weren't allowed to leave our homes. So (laughs) I was like, I'm not doing cardio anymore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's not hard to convince me not to do cardio um and then yeah spent the next two years in maintenance so that was march 2020 and then this comp prep dieting phase started may this year Mm -hmm. Mm. so what were you eating in your maintenance like what were your calories roughly um 2500 to 2800 i spent a lot of that time intuitive eating um once i'd reversed back up but my yeah my calories were Hi, and I wasn't doing cardio or excessive training. I was actually only training three times a week, I think, for most of that because we were super busy with the properties, yeah, with development and stuff like that. I made that a priority. Well, I couldn't do other things, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've trained basically to maintain, and and you can gain quite a bit when you train hard in three weeks too, uh, three times a week too, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was sort of. But my goal was to maintain my weight. I still jumped on the scales every day as just part of my tracking. Uh, I think I only did like a monthly check-in with myself for actual other stats. But I can see myself in the mirror. And I don't have a distorted body image issue. So I'm quite comfortable with looking at that and being like, yeah, okay, you look alright. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. um, But yeah, so that's why. Because really, if you think about it, that's four years. And I have not spent much of that dieting no which has been like awesome for this prep because it's meant that you've been able to keep calories quite high cardio quite low Mm. non-existent really (laughs) (laughs) and still been able to achieve like crazy results Mm. because i i've said it a couple of times to you that there's no other girl that's competing in four weeks that's eating 2100 calories a day (laughs) like there's just they're just ain't none of them are out there doing that no even after that head cold, I did a refeed week because I dropped a kilo in that week that I was sick. And I said to you, I'm going to do a refeed. I don't want to get sick again. <laughs> Worked really well, guys. <laughs> um, and I did a full week on 23, 2400 calories, like seven days. And she still dropped weight. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you were like, I'm going to have to increase it even higher because mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I'm not even staying the same. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I hadn't, yeah, like I wasn't doing cardio or anything to balance that out. Um, and I wouldn't, we weren't as hectic on the block either by then. Like I was going through doing a, a different job and as much as I was still out there working. It wasn't the way we were working when you come back. Yeah. Yeah. It was like different. It was sort of more normal. Yeah. For us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this is why it's important to not, like, I feel like I see a lot of girls on social media that do back-to-back shows Mm, mm -hmm. like they're doing season a and then they're doing a couple of shows in season a and then they're taking a couple of months off and then they're back doing season b Mm -hmm. like this is this is why Mm. like rose experience is exactly why it's important to not do that yeah because if you think about it like 
you know, you get your calories down to 1600 like we did last time, mm. and then you spend two, three months reversing them. You're not actually increasing them that high. You're just going straight back into another prep. And then before you know it, you're eating 1400 calories and you're not seeing results. Exactly. And you're busting your ass doing hours of cardio in the gym, mm. plus your five training sessions, four or five training sessions, and you're dead. Exactly. And this isn't just comp prep people. This is everyday Yeah, this applies people. to everyday life as well. And, I mean, we're talking about doing proper reverses out too. Like the girls that binge their way out of comp prep or binge their way out of a dieting phase, you're fucking yourself up even more because you are putting on a lot of weight within that period and not actually increasing your calorie intake as such like your body just doesn't adapt to it it takes a time to get back to where you are you take yourself into this massive surplus and stay there yeah and then you in inverted commas is that the right word you hate yourself and you do your mini cut yeah so then you're back into a deficient Mm. like you may as well have just stuck to the plan Mm. slowly or kind of quickly but slowly increase your calories up mm. so that you were able to control that hunger because mm. you do kind of go through post a comp you go oh well, i'm not prepping anymore so it's fine i can eat this mm. and, and you have this mindset of i need to eat that food and it is to do with like being lean i've always thought that it was food related as well and this is a quite literally a thing you can ask anyone that comp preps they get food fixated Now, we joke all the time about my sex drive. (laughs) Might pick a cookie over sex at the moment. (laughs) Like, it's a... That's a big call. It's it's still probably tipping towards the sex. But um, I am more fixated on food. And Instagram's the worst. Like, do you know what's going to show up on my feed after recording this and saying this out loud? Food. Yeah. Um, And normally it's me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm normally the one sending food pics or, like, oh, my God, like, we need to get this. Mm. And you sent me the, what was it the other day? Like, these cookies or... Oh, those Biscoff cookies yesterday? Yeah. As a joke, because we are working out what we are having for like, lunch. Mm, I think I want the salad. <laughs> <laughs> but you do get food fixation, and it's not even just on crap. Like, you are just more fixated on that next meal you're like counting down for like it to be 12 o'clock or mm. whatever time you have your afternoon snack oh it's like 10 minutes to three mm. i'm gonna have food soon mm. like and that's normal with a dieting phase and being lean so um yeah like i have i've noticed even in myself the food fixation aspect i've told vicky i'm not allowed to be buying a heap of things she's going to be sent on the monday to pick up what's needed for the comp um she's already bought new gun that was a mistake. <laughs> that was that was my moment. That was me definitely like going, well, shit. And, and taking it home today. Mm, yeah, it's. But do you know what? I don't think I don't even want to eat it. Does the fact that you said to me it's been sitting there, and each time you've gone to the deli, it sits on the counter, and you're like, I want to try that. But I've even thought that to myself in off season and stuff. I've always thought to myself, I want to try that. And never actually. And never bought it. Because I always go, you don't need that. Maybe you were just on an impulsive day of your cycle. You know how there's like a day where you just like, you just buy shit? Mm. I mean, Saturday was the day that I could just have eaten. It's probably a good thing I didn't remember that that was in here. Because I might have cracked it open. Because I did buy a sponge roll thing from the bakery. And ate a little bit too much of it. So I dropped it off at my dad's yesterday. For, well, mum and dad's for dad to eat. 
He, he thought Get that I was, he thought I was bringing him a smoke <laughs> for Father's Day, and I was like, mm, "Sure." He goes, "Well, you've already been eating it," and I'm like, "Yeah, exactly." So it's it's yours. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. So yeah. what's your plans for the next four five weeks leading into show? What's going to change? Anything? What are you going to do? Um. So still deficient. For the next four weeks, one week out, I am going to have burger and chips um, and do all my assessment aspects before, after, during, yada, yada. Because um, my plan is to actually have a burger and chips tonight for show. Yeah. So I just... And we, we learnt this from our 2018 show mm-hmm. where we had chips the night before with our normal dinner mm-hmm. as a carb up. And we both decided that you looked better the day after show. Mm. When we Which had... Which is where this theory of having the burger and the chips mm. also the night before. And even after my burger the other night, my homemade burger, my on Saturday morning, things were popping. Yeah. So um, I think I will trial that and stay my current deficient for that four weeks or whatever it needs to be. If things need to change, things need to change. Um, and then I will possibly just do that leading into show if I'm happy with it. I won't do a carb up before. I will just utilize the chips and that, um, the burger from the night before and add in whatever I need on the show day. Yeah. Um, I will probably have steak and potato for breakfast or something, um, just to give me a good mix of everything and I'll be mm-hmm. nice and full. But, um, yeah, that's sort of my plan. There won't be any water loading or cutting or anything like that. It's going to roll on in. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love it. I mean, I love that for me because I'm excited for burger and chips. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get burger and chips two days in a row. Um, yeah, but you don't have to water load and that kind of thing. Um sort of a bit of a myth in the bodybuilding world that lots of people use and I don't feel the need to do the alcohol before because the reason like it, it's like a dehydrator like to your body but if you if you lean enough you don't need to do stupid shit you just need to carb yourself up and I could choose to increase my carbs in the days leading in um but I honestly for me, I think my body responds quite well to just that little meal beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of making sure that what I do pre-getting on stage in the afternoon, I'm still going to look good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Yeah. And everyone's different. Please, I'm so excited. <laughs> please don't listen to this and be like, all right, that's what I'm well, doing. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to cut myself and I'm going to do this. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Yeah, like, there is actually thought process that's gone into this and discussion between us. Yeah, and, like, prior experience Mm. and, like, feedback from how, like, you've looked. Mm. Yeah, like, we're not just pulling this out of our our asses and being, like, this is what we're going to do because blah, blah, blah. Like, we have a a Mm. reason to do Mm. this. Yeah, that's it. And we know what works because we've seen it. We've seen it and I wish, I wish that I could get, one of my other competitors to eat a burger and chips the night before, but she won't. She doesn't want to? I don't think she will. I'm going to do the trial on her the week before too, though. Yeah. See if I can convince her. I wouldn't say no. (laughs) 
<laughs> she always looks good the day after show. She does. Does like she good. looks good at show too, but it is some serious work carving her up to get her on that bloody stage. I'm backstage, literally shoving food in her mouth, and she's like, "I don't want to eat anymore." Like she literally has honey <laughs> on yeah. show day to be squirted in her mouth so that she's just getting carbs and nothing voluminous. Yeah, so it would make it easier if she was already like pre half carved up the night before. Mm. She's a little beast though. She, she's a little pocket rabbit. Yeah, fucking love it. Fucking love it. Um. We've gotten so sidetracked. Yeah. We are bad. We are terrible. <laughs> this episode is probably 30 minutes long. All right, guys. Let's get out of here. I feel like we've covered it and we've yeah. rambled. So we have ticked off both of our to-do lists. We have. And then um, we're going to do a post-show episode yes, as well. Yes. We'll do it on the Monday after show because we're going to drive back after the show on Sunday night. Um, hyped up on sugar and energy drinks. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to have to stop and throw up by Bendigo. But um, <laughs> actually, no, that's a lie. That's not my style. Vic can never understand my restraint, even post-show. Like, I will eat a little bit too much, but I never make myself um, vomitrocious. No. Remember that time? I didn't even compete, okay? I went, <laughs> oh I, went, I, went, I went as just a support and help and do whatever needed to be done. And we planned this massive food party at the hotel back after the after burgers and chips. Yeah, like I made the girls a mud cake and everything that it could There was unlimited amount of food. Like there was enough food to feed a freaking army. I ate myself to the point that I like literally laid on the floor and slept. But wait, guys, wait. It's better because she's laying there moaning because of how unwell <laughs> she feels. And then she sits up and starts eating off the table again. Still unwell, and then lays back down and goes, someone stop me from doing that. Yeah, I think I had a really, really bad relationship with food back then. I think you would be, even eating on the way home from my comp, I don't think you're going to reach. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Because you even haven't been able to finish our Vietnamese. Oh, my God, I just got so nervous about saying that word after I said it wrong that day with Cherie, (laughs) and she ripped me for it. But our dry noodle bowls. Yeah. You used to be able to finish that and I'd be sitting there with my mouth hanging open because I had eaten half of it. But you were even starting to struggle with that. Yeah, I think since, for me, I think since like increasing my calories and like I've really kind of been working on my relationship with mm. food and how I want to feel my body and how I want to feel. Mm. But also like I'm no longer thinking about food all the time because I have more food. Mm. And you're not dieting all the I'm time. I'm not dieting. Mm. So... I'm no longer food focused, mm. which I think has really helped yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely journey. And it's definitely a podcast for another day. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We've got off track within the time we were going to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in guys. Bye.